And good morning to our Home Improvement Show. We certainly welcome your uh, questions uh, either by phone or by text. Any kind of home improvement question you may have, as we like to say, you might be in the middle of a project and said, uh-oh, I need some help from Andy Lindis. Andy, good morning to you. Happy 4th of July. And how are you, are you hanging in there? Uh, I want to talk to you about uh, the uh, all the water that uh, you guys in the Bolden area uh, had uh, just this past week or so. Are you doing okay? Doing, we're doing good. Um, uh, to be honest with you, Denny, uh, super impressed with both our, our highway department and the first responders. What they were able to do with those floodwaters and what they were able to do to fix roads in, within 48 hours was it was very impressive. And imagine being out there at 4 a.m. as a first responder with like a raging river going over the road and you're trying to get to people that are stuck on trees or on top of cars. And you're well, a I wanted 100% you to back up, volunteer. That's back a, up a that's little a special bit. kind of person. It was it was neat to be around as 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 much damage as those floods cost. It was uh, it was neat to see a community come together and 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 get stuff done in a week. And it, honestly, it's like the floods. There's still some houses with a lot of damage. There's a lot of people with water in their basement, but we had a lot of customers that uh, did okay because they had leaf guard and a good drain tile system, and it was. Uh, I don't wish nine and a half inches of rain in 24 hours on anybody, but it's kind of neat to see what the land does when that happens. No, I I, I wanted to, I was thinking about our listeners who may not uh, have known or heard uh, about uh, what happened in the Baldwin area. But what did you say? You got over nine inches of rain? Uh, at my house, I had nine and a half inches of rain. Oh. And it's like it's 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 like the storm paused. I I mean I'm a, I'm a I'm a weather guy anyways. I love watching them watching them come in, and I have an, an awesome covered porch that I can. It was it was neat to see, but I was I was getting worried. I was I I was checking my sub pump system, looking at my drain tile, and um, my my house. I got lucky. I got nothing in my basement, but I called Jesse up that uh, that next morning. and said, but. That dual pump system was running all night. Both pumps are going at times. It was it was it was crazy. I was I was very thankful to have that, and I've recommended that to a lot of people that had some issues. Explain what that is to our new listeners. Uh, this double pump system. So, so. Uh, it was a couple three years ago, Denny. Uh, we had Jesse on the radio show, and I was explaining to my my sub pump system, and I have just had the single pump. And you know, my basement was a shooting gallery, and a hockey puck got stuck in my sub pump basket and wedged the float, so the float couldn't come up. And so Jesse had heard that story, and a week later, a giant box shows up at my house, and it's his his really awesome dual pump battery backup system. Of course, it, it took me a year to actually take it out of the box and install it. Um, I may or may not have had another little issue with water in the basement before I actually installed it. But those pumps in in this new system are completely enclosed in like a tube, so nothing can actually obstruct them. And it's two pumps, so if one float fails, the other float goes up a little bit higher, and then that'll that'll activate both pumps. Or if the power goes out, then that second pump, well, that's the one that runs off the battery. So only one of the pumps is running off the battery. So you're not using up all of your battery. But uh, even like when we have this heavy rain. My one pump wasn't keeping up, so the other float kicked in, and both pumps are going. It was it's quite the system, and uh, you know it's nice to have fail safe. Wow, are they, are they are they equal size? I mean, are they the typical sump pump size, both of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both ordinary sub pump size. I forget the amount of gallons per minute that that it was pumping out, but um, 
It kept up the nine and a half inches rain, I can tell you that much. Wow, that's that's amazing. Well, not only the, the Baldwin area and surrounding areas, but other parts of what we lovingly call CCO land had a lot of rain. Some folks, four, five, six, seven inches. Yeah, more. our, uh, our uh, Rochester area, we, we've been dealing with a lot of wet basements there. Um, uh, there was some hail that came through, too. Uh, minor hail, but uh, enough where the phones rang and we're doing lots of hail inspections and already meeting with some insurance companies as well. That was going to be my next question. What kind of damage, not only around your uh, neck of the woods, but uh, any other areas that had uh, roof damage uh, or any other kind of Yeah, it doesn't damage. seem like there's a, a ton of, well, thankfully it looked like the tornadoes uh, that, that came down during the storm were in, in more rural areas, so there was more you know fields and, and, and that were damaged from that than, than actual homes. So we haven't had a ton of wind damage, a little bit of hail damage, but the majority of the calls that we've been fielding is about water damage and water in the basements. Uh, believe it or not, I have two houses this week we're looking at that had lightning strikes that caused fire as well. So really? it was quite the electrical storm that came with that. It's pretty rare that we get a call for one lightning strike, um, but to have two and, and back-to-back days that we have to go look at uh, legitimate fires and damage to the house, it's, uh, it's nothing fun to go through. Are, are, we, are you hearing of any, uh, how can I put it, <laughs> rogue folks coming in from out of town, storm chasers that are uh, visiting? You know, um, I don't think there was cold. enough widespread damage for that to happen, and, and, and there's been enough hailstorms around the country this year that I think most of uh, the, the stormers, are are dealing with that now if uh if we get something that happened in 2017 again yeah no uh, all bets are off and we're gonna have a lot of people i'm still dealing with uh with one right now from that 2017 storm and we're going to be redoing the roof from uh, one of those rogue contractors mm-hmm. they got a bid from us too denny and they didn't like our lead times and this is a lesson everyone can learn in almost every home from us, not just during storms. Just just be patient and do your due diligence because the most expensive project that you're going to ever have on your home is the one you have to pay for twice. And if you have to pay for a, a, a roof once in 2017 and again in 2020, that hurts, Denny. It does, it does. Yeah. And just picking the right contractor is a very – it's it's one of the most important things you can do in your home. And when I see mistakes and, and people that get into trouble, it's usually because they rushed it and they didn't do their due diligence or they were just trying to get it done and, and just made the first decision that came at them just to be done with it. And that's it's a recipe for disaster usually. Well, what, what do you do? What does Linda's do in a case where a storm hits and, uh, you know, maybe there's a big hole in somebody's roof? I mean, you got to have some protection. And I can see why oh, yeah. maybe some people make the mistake of, of signing up right away. But what do you guys do? What does Linda's well, do in that case? Well, one, we've, we have an obligation to our existing customers. And if you have a hole in your roof because of a storm, we're going to get out there usually same day. And uh, we, will, we have a triage team. We'll get out and we'll dry things in and then come up with a game plan to get it fixed and, and, and meet with your adjusters. And, like, I'm... Um, I'm very happy that, that that tornado did not cause a lot of damage because structural damage and wind damage is, is some of the hardest damage to actually work through with, with insurance companies because usually you have to get an engineer. Um, we're still, that, that those tornadoes that came through northern Minnesota into like the Balsam Lake, Bone Lake area, Luck, Wisconsin, um, that wiped out all those trees last year. If you remember, we were, we were cutting into some of our, our, our customers' houses to fix them and dry them in. That's that's how fast we were out there. We we had to 
cut our way uh, up the road because of all the trees that were down. But I'm still dealing with insurance companies on what is structural damage and what is not structural damage. And, and if I'm putting my name on it, I'm not going to be sistering in trusses and studs. It's going to be done better than what it was on the first time. Tell you what, let's do. Let's uh, take a, a break here, a quick one. Invite our listeners to join in on the conversation if you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy Lindis. Uh, call it in or text it in. It's the same number, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Uh, we'll uh, take this break. Be right back on the other side with more home improvement talk. Good morning. Welcome back to CCS Home Improvement Show, brought to us every week in the 9 o'clock hour by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus is on the horn with us this morning, answering your uh, home improvement questions, either by phone or by text. As I said earlier, it's the same number, whatever is easier for you uh, to bring in your question to Andy, 651-989-9226. Andy, we do have callers I want to uh, get to uh, without uh, further ado, as they say. Uh, John in Maplewood, I believe, is the first one up here. John, what's your question for Andy? Well, my question is, I'm getting a, a new roof on an old house, and before they actually put the shingles down, they're going to be prepping the roof with uh, 7 sixteenths OSB decking. They'll be coming down over 3 quarter by 8 inch planking. And I'm wondering, when they lay out the decking sheets, are they going to stagger the sheets and nail through the old planking to try to hit the rafters? The rafters are 16 inches on center. How do, what is um, the best way to do that? They are going to stagger the sheeting. Um, we prefer plywood over OSB on roofs, um, but that's that's just six to one, half a dozen to the other. But they are going to stagger them. I doubt uh, they're not going to be trying to hit the studs or your your actual rafter tails, but they will hit plenty of them. As long as they're using the, the standard nail patterns on that, you should be okay. And the reason why they are putting that decking on there, usually there's too big of gaps on that those 1x8 planks. And, and sometimes those 1x8 planks like to split when you're actually nailing them on there. Um, but So a lot of times, again, this is something we go back and forth with, with insurance adjusters on. It's manufacturer-specific because the actual codes are a little bit foggy on what actually needs to be done. But if I always see any time a plank over six inches, we typically are going to want to redeck it. And if there's a gap between the boards larger than a quarter inch, then we are going to redeck it no matter what. Hmm. What is that situation where you've ex- tried to explain to me some time ago uh, about uh, uh, sometimes some roofers will put kind of a very flimsy, maybe they're covering a vent or something, and, you're, and you've you've had your foot go through someone's uh, uh, roof, have you not? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get on, uh, pl- you get on enough roofs, any, it's only a matter of time before something like that happens. And uh, typically what we're seeing is when, when people change out those old box vents, or some people call them turtle vents, and they're putting up a ridge vent, if they don't put uh, the proper cap in, and we have these plugs that are, are meant to go in there, or they don't put anything at all, and they just cover it with tar paper and shingles, well, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty big fella. I step on that. I will be going in to the, uh, into your roof. And uh, I caught myself, luckily, and didn't, didn't get any damage, but I did definitely tore up some shingles. Yo. Wow. Back to the phones we go, Andy. Zach is calling from Bloomington, I believe. Zach, you are on CCO with Andy Lindis. Yeah, see, I got a lady that's, uh, I know what I did to get rid of them, but I'd like to hear what you do. She has 
not a thousand, but probably a million carpenter ants, and they've actually they actually started eating some of the wood. Uh, that's one thing, and then the other thing is I'd like to give you guys kudos. You did a great job on my friend's house. Lindis is good. Oh, yeah, awesome, sure. my man. Thanks for, the, for thanks for the kind words. Yeah. And when it comes to ants, for me, I'm going to get hold of my uh, my buddy at uh, Midwest Pest Control, and I don't know what he uses, but uh, I had some some ants in my shed coming up from the cracks in the sand, and no longer. My brother had the same thing. Um, when I know he's working on one right now with carpenter ants, and it is if you have those, it's something you're you're going to want to get rid of because they can cause damage. It's not not as bad up here as it can be in some parts of the country, but you definitely want. I would get a pest control company out, uh, an actual professional at that point, and and deal with it. I don't know. How about you, Denny? Oh no, I do the same thing. Yeah, I, I've got a company I deal with too. They they're the pros. They've got the equipment. They've got the stuff, and uh, it makes a big difference. You can try a lot of over, I don't want to say over the counter, but you know at the big box stores, you can. Some other stuff will work, but with some ants, uh, it won't. Uh, some of them are very sim- simply done with boiling water. You can put them away, but uh, in other ones, I would call like you a professional. Always the yeah. best idea. Uh, I tell you what, let's. I think Dave is calling from Bloomington with a question this morning. Let's do the hear Dave's question before we take a break. Go ahead, Dave. Thank you. Uh, just a quick question: Is there any way to pull or push facing brick back on, against the house? The little cement slab that it sits on has kind of settled, but more than that, it's moved away from the house. And when it moved away from the house, it took the facing brick with it. Yeah. Um, I'm a, this, this brick is, it's, it's an older brick that's put on with a mortar, right? Yep. Yeah. That's going to be tough to fix without redoing the brick. Knock it down and start over. Um, uh, a really good stone to use for a do-it-yourselfer is the, that Rosetta stone and it's going to go on and be screwed on. So it's going to be a little bit more stable. It's easier to work with and it looks fantastic. Comes in a wide variety of, of profiles, but, um, that's an, a do-it-yourselfer with minimal equipment, a, a good concrete saw, and a, and a drill is all you need, and you can get it installed. All right. Very good. Thanks, Dave, for, for the question. I know we have to break here in a moment. I was just thinking what you said earlier, uh, for those maybe join us a, a little bit late, Andy and I were talking about all the, the, the deluge, the gully washer, the, all the, all the nine-plus inches of rain that fell in the Baldwin, Wisconsin area. Uh but you, and you mentioned leaf guard gutters, and we've had ours on our house for what twenty years. Uh, there was there's never been an issue with these leaf guard gutters. They can handle so many inches of rain an hour. I still find that pretty phenomenal. Yeah, uh, Good Housekeeping Institute tested it to handle up to twenty one inches of rain an hour. We never have a problem with water getting inside the gutter. Um, valley areas can be difficult to handle at times. It, if, if we ever have a problem, it's, it's lack of downspout. Sometimes there's just not enough area to put downspout because of the landscape. And if we have to go more than 40 feet to one downspout, then on the heaviest rains, you might have some, some overflow issue. But you would on a regular gutter, on an, on even an industrial gutter on some of these rains, if you don't have enough downspout. So that's more of a design issue of the actual house, not the, not the gutter itself. Leaf garden, when installed the way it should be, you're gonna have a hard time beating it, no matter no matter the rain, and and we're doing that uh, collection of other types of uh, leaf protection products again this month, Denny. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you, the the, the the gizmos and gadgets people have used to keep junk out of the gutters and what they come up with every day, 
I just tell you, if it's something that goes over the top of your existing gutters, there's going to be maintenance. Um, filters have to be cleaned, no matter what type of filter it is. Toppers, hoods, all that stuff that goes over the top of your existing gutters. And here's the scary fact: some of them, some of them cost more than LeafGuard, and we're replacing your entire system, including your downspouts. So there's some people getting ripped off out there as well. Yeah, so let the buyer beware, certainly. Uh, Andy, we need to take a break. We have uh, a more show to come, so if you have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, we've cleared the lines. If you'd rather send Andy a text, do so, or call. Same number, 651-989-9226. We'll pick up on some text questions when we come back as well. Uh, 80 degrees here on News Talk A3O-WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show brought to us by Linda's Construction. Every week, uh, L-I-N-D-U-S. Uh, lindasconstruction.com, or if you want to get in touch with the good folks there, 1-800-LEAFGUARD is always the good uh, number, the easiest number to remember. Maybe you want to get those great LeafGuard gutters. Uh, you can call in your home improvement question, or you can text it in to Andy, same number, 651-989-9226. All right, Andy, let's go back to the phones. Tricia, I think, is calling from Apple Valley with a question for you. Tricia, you're on CCO with Andy. Ah, yes, thank you. Um, I'm in an association, townhome, townhome association in Napa Valley, and about three years ago we installed some pop-up drains behind um, a couple of the townhomes. Well, since we've done that, a couple of them have completely grown over with grass, and we're still trying to locate where they are. Um, we're looking for a fix for that. Now, we're looking, options we looked at was possibly a cement you know, a cement ring around the pop-up or a hard plastic, but we need to do something where it won't, the grass will not grow on it. And, of course, cement in the wintertime will, the frost will uh, raise it up and maybe crack. Do you have uh, any suggestions? I would just landscape it and mulch around it and just put down a weed barrier so it can't grow and just know that they put it on the annual maintenance program. Um it should be really hard for those things to grass over if they're if they're the right ones. Now, if they've been hit by a lawnmower and and chewed up and 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 things like that, that then then might be might be a little bit easier. But it, it shouldn't be that hard to maintain those with the right the right maintenance company. I would start there with my lawn guys and just I pick somebody that makes sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing around those areas. But I wouldn't try to cement around one of those pop up drains. No. We've never, Denny, um, no, 20% of the leaf guard jobs that we install, and we're installing 50, 60 a day, um, they they get some type of drain tile system, and a lot of them get the pop-up systems, and I've never once had this question before. So it's, this is out of the ordinary with, with our systems anyways. I wonder if it's an actual an issue with the actual pop-up itself. But my guess it's going to be more the lawnmowers that are at fault here. Yeah, or I remember a uh, core aerator doing the damage oh, yeah. to uh, to one of those. Yeah, hey, I've been there, done that. Anytime I, I run equipment at my house, it seems like I wreck something. <laughs> Patience is not my best uh, virtue, just put it that oh, way. Sometimes I get a little rammy, Denny. <laughs> All right, let's see who's waiting on the line here. Then we'll grab a text message or two. Mark. I think he's calling from Shoreview this morning. I think he's still there. Mark, do you uh, have a question for Andy? Uh, yes, I do. This is about uh, replacing windows in a in a wall with brick uh, facing. Uh, can you tell me what, what the difference in sort of durability and quality is between a, 
doing an insert or or actually removing the brick and doing a full replacement? Well, um, you, you might not have to do remove the brick to do a full replacement. It's still going to install similar to like a, what a pocket window is, but you're just going to be removing the entire frame, and you're going to cut the nail fin. And you might be able to use a brick mold application on that, or we're going to actually order it to the exact size and go up to the brick and then flash it properly with that. But there's there's a way to actually do an insert-type window in a brick opening, but to call it a full-flame replacement because you're removing the entire frame of the old window, so you're getting a chance to address the water and, water and air infiltration issues that that window may or may not have. Okay. Having said Can that... Can you tell me, when I'm talking to the contractors, what, what, what term should I use to to refer to what you just described? Do you want a full-frame replacement? You do not want a window put inside the frame of your existing window. So an insert window, to me, a pocket window is you're just taking out the sashes of the old window. Mm -hmm. Now you're removing the entire window. So uh, this way, at least you're getting a a better glass space. If you do that way, a lot of times you're going to lose an inch of glass all the way around. This way you're getting the proper amount of glass space all the way around. And if I were you, I just call it a construction, and uh, we'll do it the right way. Absolutely. 1-800-LEAF-CAR. You know, an inch doesn't sound like much, but you start going around the whole window, you're losing a lot of light, aren't you? You, you do. And and usually it's not the most energy efficient option either because the old 30-year-old frame is still letting all of that weather come in and out of your house. I don't know if you remember the name of you, the top of the show where you're talking about all the rains that fell in the Baldwin, Wisconsin area. And we were talking about sump pumps, and you had mentioned uh, about the your dual sump pumps. And a listener just caught the last part of that and was wondering, and they're, they're texting in from Rochester, Minnesota, uh, if, if you recall the brand of those. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, I do not. But an easy way to find out, go to safebasements.com. Send them a message, uh, Jesse Treble and his crew. They'll be able to help you out. And uh, I know he gets these sub pumps to people all around the country and trains people on on what to do with drain tile and foundation work. So he's as good as it gets when it comes to that kind of thing. So I would just give him a call, safebasements.com, Jesse Treble and his group. Good Minnesota company, and they'll take care of you. No, I think that's good because the other question from the listener was, uh, can you tell me the brand besides that? Who might install it? Well, Jesse at Safe Basements will will uh, will know uh, that question as well. So safebasements.com is the uh, place to look up. Good folks. They do good work for sure. Uh, let's see. Here's a text, uh, Andy, that uh, somebody said, who, who can I contact? And the <laughs> texture says that people look at me like I'm crazy. But it says they, this person wants to put up aluminum soffit material on his garage ceiling. He said, everybody looks at me like I'm nuts. <laughs> and he wants to know the approximate cost. Well, that that's, you got to do some, there's a lot of variables there. But have you ever heard of anybody putting the aluminum soffit <laughs> material on a garage I ceiling? And I wouldn't recommend the soffit panel because you're going to have to seam it. What my favorite thing to do on garage ceilings is our board and batten seamless steel siding. That's what I put on my ceiling. Um, mm. It's seamless. It's easy to work with. It goes up fast, so it really does a good job. Interesting. Um, otherwise, well, uh, I've seen a lot of people use metal roofing panels 
on the inside of the garage as well. You can get the, just the corrugated steel, the exposed fastener panels. Those are going to work all better than, than some of the soffit panels because soffit panels are only going to come in 12-foot sections. Usually your run's going to be longer than that. So I would try to find a material that's going to go from peak to edge so you don't have to seam it at all. Would uh, this person uh, should call a Lindis and get a free estimate? I'm sorry? I said, I wouldn't call him crazy. He's trying to make a cool garage. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, get a hold of Linda's Construction. Somebody will come out for free and give you an estimate. But yeah. at least uh, yeah, you we can do, do that on a regular basis. I bet you five, six times a year we're putting siding on ceilings and garages, Denny. How about that? All right. Uh, speaking of that, another text says this, Andy. Um, last week you mentioned finishes on the smart side and steel siding. What finishes were you recommending? I don't know if I recall that. Do you remember that question? Uh, yeah. Uh, with the LP Smart Side, we like to use the Diamond Coat Finishing from Wausau oh, yes. Supply. Uh, beautiful part of it is it's, uh, they have an awesome location right in Lakeville, Minnesota, so everything is stocked, so it's really easy to get. Um, and for steel siding, we like to use the Quality Edge product. So both have bulletproof warranties that are be good for you and the next person that owns your home. And the reason why I choose those finishes is because I don't have warranty issues on them. I, I mean, I have, but they're really, really rare. And it's usually, it's, there's some extenuating circumstances behind it. And both Wausau Supply and Quality Edge, if you do have an issue, they're as good a companies to work with on their warranties as anybody I've dealt with. Now, where did you say that LP SmartSide was uh, was uh, manufactured? Uh, LP SmartSide is manufactured. The actual product itself is manufactured in Two Harbors, Minnesota, and Tomahawk, Wisconsin. Um, Wausau Supply, based out of Wausau, Wisconsin, has a satellite office in Lakeville that has the, all of the diamond coat finishing stocked at. Hmm. It's a good CCO land company, for sure. Yeah. All right. We try anyway. to buy everything local. It's just yeah. easier that way, and... When you get to know the people that are making your stuff, there, a lot of good things can happen. And it's good stuff, too, quality. Like exactly. Said. All right, Andy, hang on. We have more show to come. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, you can send it in via text, and we'll grab on to some of those, too. Uh, or call Andy, 651-989-9226. That's also the text number, 651-989-9226. 80 degrees here on this July 4th Saturday from News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Again, we're around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus answering your questions uh, this morning again at 651-989-9226. I know we have callers and we have texters as well. We promised the texters we'd get to them, but I don't like to keep people waiting too long on the line if we can help it. Let's go to uh, Lakewood. I think Les is there. Les, you're on with Andy. Yes, thank you. I have a question about uh, vents, vent pipes. The seal around them is uh, broken down, and I need to replace them. And would normally do it, try to do it myself. I've seen these videos online, but it's an A12 pitch roof. So I'm a little leery about Yeah, if you're leery about getting there up there, hint, don't. Is there, is there things that that uh, people, that you do that? I know it's such a small job. You know, the rest of the roof is good. Yeah, you know, we, we do do roof repairs. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of contractors do. 
uh, a lot of roofers will. Um, you know, one one thing I would recommend, and whoever you choose to do this, there's there's a new boot out there. Well, it's not new, but it's new to most people in the Twin Cities because I'm the only one buying them right now. I know that because I had to make the supply houses stock them. It's made in Texas. It's called Lifetime Tool, and it is the best flashing kits for vents and vent pipes and 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 things of that nature that I've ever seen. This is a game changer in the roofing industry. Those things are notorious to leave. Never last as long as the roof will. And especially when you're putting on 50-year roofs like we are, Denny, but these new new vent pipes from Lifetime Tool, the new vent stacks, are just easy to work with and they're they're innovative and way different than anything you've ever seen. They're they're going to last as long as our 50-year roof lasts and that I'm really excited about. And again, you're talking about something that's going to cost you maybe $200 extra on a $20,000 job, so it's it's well worth that price. What material is it made out of? Uh, depending on the actual pipe boot itself, so a lot of times it's those leaded pipes will break down over time. The, the the rubber will break down over time. It's a different type of rubber and a different type of uh, system that goes over those leaded pipes. So you can look it up online, Lifetime Tool. Hmm, lifetime Tool, interesting. It's a goofy name for a roofing company, but uh, but <laughs> maybe that's why they're so hidden. They're a hidden gem out there yet. Yeah, well, Lifetime is a big word. I mean, that's that's a long time. That's uh, interesting how things have Hopefully. Uh, you, you've seen a lot of changes in uh, in your illustrious career with Linda, Linda's for sure, as far as uh, workmanship and, and materials. Now, here's a question, Andy, via text about uh, Marvin Windows. It has nothing to do with the quality, but this particular uh, texter says they have an issue with birds flying into the windows and killing themselves. What can we do to prevent this? We have post-it notes all over the windows for them to see that it's a window. Uh, we, we used to get that question all the time. When, yeah, especially if you've got a wall of windows. Um, that's, that's, that's bound to happen. Um, you know, I, I had a robin last year I thought was going to kill himself. I think he was attacking himself as, like, on purpose because he thought he was, in, it was mating season and he was trying to defend his area. So you're seeing his reflection on all of my Marvin windows, and uh, every one of them needed to be cleaned from the outside from this this crazy robin. But, uh, you know, I've heard of people hanging stuff on there. You know, you can put stuff on the windows that are going to show up. There's, like, uh, magnets that you can put from on both sides or stickers that you can put on the windows, but none of that is, is completely effective. If you have a big wall of windows, uh, the, the birds are hitting them are going to be inevitable. I hate, hate to tell you both, but that uh, I don't know of any real good fix for that. I remember when our friend Jim Gilbert would uh, answer the question. There was, I don't think there's any real fix, but you're right. As I recall, Jim saying it's a territorial thing. Uh, and uh, But, yeah, it's kind of sad in many cases. But, uh, well, at least it's not a problem with the Marvin windows. It's a problem with the birds, but not not the windows themselves. Yeah, if it's a big enough uh, bird, there could be a problem with the Marvin window. Oh yes, <laughs> but that's for it's sure. It's going to have to have to be a a larger species to break that window. Now, someone wants to know, uh, and it doesn't say what particular job, but they want to know how many weeks Lindis is out scheduling uh, work. But uh, do you have various uh, times for various jobs, Andy? You know, uh, depending on the department, anywhere from four to ten weeks right now, uh, depending on what you're wanting to done, this is how far we're out when our lead times estimates 
Um, we, we can get out there within a week, maybe two weeks, depending on what you're looking to get done. I, you know, not all of my my people that give estimates are are, are qualified to bid everything. So like my deck guys, I only have four of those guys that bid decking. So they're booked up a little bit more than, than the rest of the group. But where our lead times are, are pretty good. Um, we've been able to scale up over the last couple of years and my installation department hats off with them. And we've, we've had a pretty dry year as far as like lost days to work. We're, we're well under where we normally are at this time of the year for lost days to, uh, to lost work days to rain, I should say. So we're we're keeping up. I'm uh, my installation team has been six days a week for seems like two years straight, and we're finally getting to a point where our lead times are comfortable, and you can get almost anything from Linus Construction installed yet this year. And it's pretty rare we're sitting in June and we're able to say that, or in July and able to say well, that. I should I should say. Uh, texter wants to know what windows does Lindus install. Imagine we use the Infinity Window by Marvin. That is uh, our favorite window, and we also have our Season Guard Vinyl Window as well. I have them both in my house. Both are fantastic windows. Uh, my Marvin windows perform better. When I say perform better, in the same room uh, on the cold days in the wintertime, my inside pane of gas- glass will be anywhere from 1 to 2 degrees warmer than the Season Guard window, which it doesn't seem like a lot, but it can make a difference in frost up and in, in energy efficiency. So I just really like that window, and again, Made in Minnesota, so you know it's good. Absolutely. Uh, well, there's a nice uh, comment from uh, Edith from Hastings. Wants to say, great job on the deck and new stairs and railing. Just waiting on the leaf guard gutters to be installed. We're able to, oh, here, speak of the timing, we're able to do month early from the original timeline. So it's just kind of what we were talking about. That's nice. Yeah, you know, um, so that's that's nice to hear that uh we were able to get in under underneath the timeline but uh uh I appreciate the kind words and our deck and railing guys are well you know Denny they're as good as it gets true craftsmen oh true i i just uh, i kind of drool over these pictures i see on your social social media about the decks uh, your crews have built and they're just fantastic um I was going to, where's, oh, that, that was Edith. Thank you, Edith, for that uh, unsolicited uh, comment. Uh, here's another one. Here's the text. I don't want to run out of time here. Uh, when you replace a window, a lot of window questions, in an older home, do you add new insulation where there wasn't anything before? Oh, of course. It's amazing what we see on on windows and and believe it or not uh there's a better chance of windows having proper insulation that were installed 30 years ago than ones that were installed 10 years ago it seems like on the ones that we're replacing anyways um it uh but yeah no we're we're going to be using a variety of insulation usually there's spray foam and and fiberglass insulation that we're going to be using throughout the project and what about you know you talk about your timelines here as far as getting an uh, installation done and that's a great that's great news for a lot of folks but what about we you and I talked about it a week or so ago what about decks decking can can some decks be completed this year yet this season Yeah um that's going to change probably pretty quick because I'm mm-hmm. telling you Danny we've looked at more homes for decking and done more stuff with decking this year and put estimates out there than than in any previous year. Well, just in the month of June, our company as a whole, we were at 400 more homes this June than the previous June. But but 
if if most families are like mine, we we figured it out. I think I've spent three times as many hours at my home in the last three months than I did in the previous six months. So if you're like me, everything's starting to bug you about your house a lot more than it used to. And I've just, <laughs> just one project after another. And I'm I'm a remodeler, and my wife's honey-do list is, seems to be getting longer and longer and longer. And i got a grad party coming up here uh, that I'm trying to get ready for. So, yeah, it's uh, I, I, I feel everyone's pain, and we're doing our best to get out there. But, yes, you can still get a deck this year, but I would anticipate within a month that won't be the case. Now, when is the party? I'm not looking to crash it. I'm just wondering when it is. Is it, is it this week? We are time? having it uh, next next Sunday. And, of course, uh, we got all the social distancing things in place. My wife, we look like a restaurant supply house right now because everything is individually packaged. And I've uh, my two lovely brothers will be there frying fish all day. So we uh we we we're we're hoping to have a a beautiful day and we'll be in the man cave all nice and uh air conditioned and and enjoying a a beautiful fish fry and a nice Sunday afternoon. Outstanding. Well, congratulations to all the grads. Say Andy, let's do this again next week. What do you say? Let's bring on another home improvement show. Are you ready for that? I am. Thank you, Danny. All right, have a good week. Andy Lindis from You Memphis too. Happy Fourth of July. If you want to Get in touch with those good folks. Uh, we always like to say the easiest number to remember is 1-800-LEAFGUARD. That's 1-800-LEAFGUARD. You can always get on the web, and I urge you to do that, to check out all the good things you'll find at Lindus Construction. That's L-I-N-D-U-S, lindusconstruction.com.